Welcome, 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 Hilltop people. Oh, we are so happy to be bringing the word of God to you this afternoon, and I'm so glad to have my brother here, Hesaf, uh, to share his testimony and what God has been doing in his life, and it's so powerful when I listen to him, and I can't wait, you know, to really hear what God has in stock for us. I think I'll be starting us with prayer. That would be a good one to start with. Good way to know, start. Let, let's start with prayer. Oh, Father Lord, we thank you. We honor you this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whenever our people are listening to this. We just thank you for your grace that is so evident in our life, in our community. Lord, we thank you. We give you all of the glory for what you are doing, despite what is going on around us. Lord, we pray, we thank you because even in the midst of that, Lord, you uphold us. You, you never leave us wanting. Lord, you even communicate your heart to us, Lord. We just thank you for what you have in stock for our community, even in this season. Lord, we thank you and I bless our, our conversation with my brother today. Lord, I pray that this word will go out and will make him part. It will be a word of encouragement and it will be a healing even to those who are listening to us in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the grace of God will rest and abide with even this conversation as we continue in this conversation in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. I think let's just jump into the uh, into the conversation today. Uh, but I think first and foremost, uh, it's a great privilege to, you know, to bring the word to our community this, mm -hmm. uh, this evening, afternoon, uh, morning. Uh, but yeah, I think the first thing I will need to do is to like really give a uh, good thank you to uh, Pastor Darrell and uh, Bethany for, you know, trusting in us and believing <laughs> us to like, to bring the word to the mm. people, you know, just with the brothers and we just thank, uh, we really appreciate that. We don't yeah. take it for granted. We, mm. we all know you, we love you. Uh, we really respect you and we appreciate your labor of love on our community. Uh, thank you so much for believing in us to bring the word to, your, uh, to our people in this difficult season. Well, yeah. So, uh, Asaf is, yeah, well, I was really happy when, you know, uh, Pastor Dara was sharing uh, the testimony of what God has been doing in your life. And I'm like, wow, why can't we have this conversation with the whole community? I think it will really encourage people, you know, in this mm. difficult season, you know, because a lot is happening. We know totally, a yeah. lot is happening and it's so difficult to like, to stay on God, you know, in the things of God and you not know, just stay focused, you know, even in this season. Mm. And I feel like, wow, that really be an encouragement for people. Don't let us just limit this conversation within ourselves. Let's bring it out there uh, for our people because I believe it's going to encourage people mm. because it's an encouragement to me even listening to that. And uh, so, yeah, what, is God, what has God been doing in your life that you think is so tremendous, you know? Yeah, where do you even start? So, God's been doing so much in my life. It's just been so beautiful. And I guess what I hope to get out of today is that my testimony would just be an encouragement to everyone out there and that we yeah. would leave you with the audience with some real practical yeah. tips on how to follow the Lord in every season, no matter what you're going through. Hmm. Pandemic, hardships, joys, you know, our heart as Christians is to follow the Lord in every season. And I think we see that in Paul's life in Philippians 2, where he's able to be so thankful and so joyful in the midst of just even being in prison. Yes. And yeah, so diving into it. So this started in CG. So the CG that I went to in the pandemic was Will and Amy and Chris's 
um, honest C- prayers. By CG, you mean community group, you know. Yes, just thank you for clarifying, yes. Getting to clarify acronyms. Yeah. yeah. So honest prayers for a healthy heart was what it was called. And it was just really about studying the various Psalms and how the Psalmist would bear their hearts fully before the Lord in such mm-hmm. an honest and such a transparent and such a unfiltered, unreligious way. Mm-hmm. And so one night I was like, okay, I've seen so many of these examples. I'm just going to try it for myself. So mm-hmm. I was lying on my bed and I started opening up my heart before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it was such a beautiful process of just bearing my heart and my soul before the Lord. It felt like everything that I had ever experienced or all the joys and all the pains, all the celebrations, all the sins was like fully exposed before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I just felt his presence in such a thick and heavy way. Mm -hmm. And I was just on the bed experiencing the joy of the Lord, the glory of the Lord right there in that presence. Um, And fast forward a couple of months into August, the Lord started waking me up like really early in the morning just to desire him, just to spend time with him in prayer and in really loving his word. And that's a growth that I hadn't experienced ever before in my life was just like that kind of a desire to wake up early in the morning to really uh, seek God and to desire him above everything else. And to kind of talk about your question about like what has growth actually look like. Um, So God broke all the bad habits I had, like just in that moment of, of waking oh up early, like gosh. bad habits of, you know, just um, being wasteful with my time, being um, so wasteful, you know, in, in the way that I express my emotions and um, things that I kind of just were completely stripped away because of like the beauty of God's presence where like any desire to like play video games, any desire to even watch sports. And if you know me, I, I absolutely love sports. I probably watched every 49ers games for the last, I don't even know, since I could start watching. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, even these last couple of weeks, it's just like, I'd rather spend time with the Lord than anything else. And it's such, such been such a beautiful thing. Um, time with the Lord has been just an absolute delight. Like I just wake up thinking about the Lord, like, before the pandemic, I wasn't really, I might read the word in the morning and then pray at night, but it wasn't a continuous, you know, fight and longing and desire to be in God's presence throughout the day. Yeah. And that has been such a shift in uh, the way that I structure my day and the way that I think about um, what it means to, you know, pray. You know, in the Bible it talks about, you know, having the fire on the altar continually, have it continually exactly. burning. Exactly. And I feel like, this has been just uh, a grace-filled season where God has given me the grace to continually come before him and put fire on the altar. Like whenever it's growing dim, whenever it's growing low, like the Lord just draws me in. It's just been so beautiful. Um, And another thing has just been loving all of God, which has been uh, something that I don't think I fully embraced before, Often we read the Bible and we're like, oh, we, we really like this aspect of God, but I, I'm not really sure how, you know, this, you don't want uh, to get I don't want to read like, you know, the Old Testament. Being selective about like, you know, appropriating some promise of God to yourself and exactly. like, oh, that's maybe that's yeah. just for the Taking, Old Testament and, you know. <laughs> for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that has been a huge shift as well is just mm. being able to be like, hey, in the ways that I don't understand the Bible, I trust that God is, the moral perfection, 
So if I don't agree with God, then I need to understand God more to get to a place where my heart and my mind think like God, if that makes sense. So that's just been another change in my life. So. Awesome. Yeah, I'll awesome. pause right there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's. I totally agree with you. You know, I think uh, our response to, to to God's word is to is not to like be selective, but to align our hearts. Yeah. You know, in you know to be in whatever is saying to us in that situation. And exactly. I think that's really awesome. You know, mm. and uh, just you know to pick back on to what he said. You know, as a Christian, we 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 often fall fall into that cycle of being religious, you know, just yeah. wake up, do like another five minute prayer and just read our Bible, you know, but like really having that delight in, mm. you know, spending time with the Lord, I think is, is a breakthrough, you know, yeah. and we really, we really thank God for that. And I'm so, I'm so glad that, you know, you are bringing this word to also encourage people that have been wrestling with that, even in the midst of these distractions and yeah. like, you know, a lot of things, filling our time, you know, to just like take that joy of the Lord, you know, exactly. in our heart. And, yeah, I think uh, if a good follow-up question would be like, yeah, you know, in this testimony, yeah, we could definitely see the hand of the Lord, you know, in this. And uh, but one thing I, I I often realize, even I think according to Romans nine sixteen, you know, like so it, it doesn't really depend on the our own efforts sometimes, but it's totally depend on the grace of God and God's mercy. Mm, but totally. at the same time, there is a role that we need we, as a woman being as a Christian as a believer, we need to you know, play in that, in that relationship because it's like, it's a relationship. Yeah. God always like seek for relationship. And if it's a relationship, it has to be a way of partnering with God in that. So, yeah. so what would you say has been like the role of God, you know, grace in this? And what would be like your own role that, you know, in partnering with God with this encounter that you experienced? Like, what, what would you, what would you, discuss about that yeah that's a that's a great question i think <laughs> I know. it's such a rubber meets the road question right you know? it's like what is the role of god what is our role i think that can be kind of extrapolated to a lot of you know various aspects of the christian life right mm. and the passage i want to jump to right now is in philippians 2 where it says uh verse 12 therefore my beloved as you have always obeyed so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. So I'll pause right there. So Paul is writing a letter to the church in Philippi, and he's away from them. So it's so relevant to our pandemic, right? It's like, we're bringing this word to you virtually, right? We're not with you in person, yeah. but we're still able to encourage you, right? This is, imagine like just a pastor writing this letter to you. And it continues saying, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So that's our part, right? For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Glory to God. Verse 13. That's so beautiful, right? Hmm. It's God who gives you the will, so the, the part in the very core of you that desires, right? Hmm. And he also is the one who enables you to work for his good pleasure, right? Yes. And so it's fully the grace of God in giving you that will in that work and it is also something that we're responsible for we're called to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling right and these are one of the you know dual truths that are often contradictory in the bible right for another example is like the character of god but um but we never want to water down god's grace 
to emphasize our works, right? Mm. That would be sacrilegious. Yeah. <laughs> and, but we also don't want to downplay our responsibility to emphasize God's sovereignty, right? And as we heard in the James series, it says in chapter four, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So that's our responsibility, right? To draw near to God. Exactly. But he's also the one who gives you the grace to draw near to him. Yes. Right? So I think the, a good question to ask is, God, what are you giving me the grace for today? Is it the grace, like if you wake up five minutes before work or whatever, now in the pandemic times you can, right? Just roll out of bed. Um, but in that five minutes, God, what, what, what's the grace that you have for me in this five minutes? Do you want me to just sit in silence and peace and just receive from you? Or do you want me to intercede for someone? Do you want me to read the word? You know, what is the grace that you've given me for today, for this moment? Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a great way to partner with the grace of God and, and not just run off and do your own thing, mm-hmm. but understand the role of God, full of thanksgiving, but also full of confidence that he gives more grace, right, as we studied in James. Wow, that's, wow. that's, that's awesome. You know, yeah, I really want us to be practical in this, you know. Yeah, we are very familiar with that word, like work out your salvation, yeah. with, you know, trembling. But like, how does one really like, you know, work out his salvation, his salvation, you know, and, you know, what are the practical steps to really like follow God, you know, even mm. despite what is going on and, you know, like what would you say, like there are some practical steps that you think you've been taking, like waking up earlier, I know that is part of it, yeah. but like, what are those practical steps that you, you, you would like to like share with our community, you know, to really work out their salvation? Totally. Yeah, that's a wonderful question. <laughs> I have some really practical things I'm really excited to share. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is Psalm 73. Mm. And it starts off by saying, truly God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And it goes on to, to list all the things uh, about the wicked that are, from our physical eyes, working for them. They're wearing their pride like a necklace. You know, they're saying things about God that are full of pride. How can God know? Is there any knowledge in the Most High? And then the psalmist in verse 16 says, But when I thought how to understand this, it seemed to me a worrisome task until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I discerned their end. So I'll just part right there and say that we will always be asking the questions, why, 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 why God is this happening to me? God, where are you in this situation? God, why is so-and-so prospering even though they're living a wicked life? These are all questions that are very real and we will never have the answer to that outside of the presence of God. Good. So that is the most practical thing really I can say right now is in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of job loss, relational um, loss, in the midst of physical separation, mm-hmm. we need to press into the presence of God and understand what it is that will happen to the wicked, right? And we will also understand what will happen to us. It says in verse 23, nevertheless, I'm continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel and afterward you will receive me to glory. Yes, Lord. 
I love that. Like God is saying, I am continual with you. Yes. It just reminds me of all the times in the Bible where God says, do not be afraid for I'm with you. And I just want to say that um, I was watching a sermon this week and it touched me so much when the, when the, when the preacher was just saying, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. And these are the words of Jesus. Do not be afraid for I know I am the Alpha and Omega. He's the one who started everything and he's the one who will end everything, right? So the world's not going to end without God having the final word. So that's what we can have our hope and our full confidence in, right? Um, And then the psalmist goes on to say in verse 25, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And that's so beautiful to be able to pray that. And he's able to pray this when he comes into God's presence. So how do you actually come, go into God's presence, right? Um, I think that there are various avenues. And I think there's something I want to say. Like, everyone is unique. And everyone's relationship God, with God is unique. That's your relationship with so God, good. your testimony is different from mine. That's so right? good, yes. And so we never want to just give Formulas, yeah, you know. exactly. And saying like, oh, if you do these things, then this will happen to you for sure, you know. Um, but there's a there's a practice of, um, like I said at the beginning, you know, opening up our hearts to the Lord. Like this was referenced in the sermon, you know, in James, like, who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Those with clean hands and a pure heart. Pure hearts. And, and I think the most honest place to 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 start getting into God's presence is saying. God, give me a desire to desire to be with you. And often when we don't have that desire to be the Lord, he's the one who gives us the grace to desire that, right? And it says in Philippians that um, he's the one who will complete our salvation in the day of Christ, right? So he's the one who started it. He's also the one who will finish it. So we can use God's word as a promise. It's not just an emotion that we're saying, like, I, I want more desire. It's God's promise. So that's why you can pray that full of hope that God will come through for you. This is God, this is what you said. You said that you've predestined me in Ephesians 1, it says, you have predestined me to be holy and blameless. That's what you've called me to, to be. So therefore I can trust that these are some, this is what your desire is for me. So God, give me a desire to desire you, right? And I think once we get into that place, we can have heart to heart with the Lord. He knows what, you know, Psalms 139, he knows our thoughts from afar. He knows when we rise and when we get up, right? Exactly. And he already knows all these things, right? But um, how often do we say, God, you know these things already. Would you look into them anyways? God, we open our hearts before you. We bear our soul. God, we, we don't want anything hidden from your eyes. God, we, we say, come. Search me and know me. See if there's any anxious thoughts within me, right? And from that place, that's, you're already in God's presence at that point when you invite God, right? And so that's just something I want to really emphasize. Um, let's see. So community, so point number two, right? Community is an awesome practical way of encountering the Lord, right? In Acts yes. 2, uh, 42, the famous verse where it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. And we have so many opportunities at Hilltop to study the word of God through our community groups and devoting yourselves to the fellowship, watch parties, right? Like, and to the breaking of bread and 
and to prayer and through all the process, right? Um, and I want to talk about breaking of bread because uh, that's just something that God's been like bringing up to me. Is that's been another like thing that God has, you know, grown in me since the start of the pandemic is just the like the heart for hospitality and to invite other people in, right? Like I've invited Sam and I, awesome roommate, shout out to Sam by the way. We've invited so many people over to our place and they've never said, no, I'm okay, you know, like obviously we're not breaking any laws with COVID, but every time we've asked someone to come over for dinner or for brunch or just to hang out outside, like they've said yes. So you can do the same. Like you don't have to wait for someone to reach out to you to do these things. Yes. Be the church, be committed to the community that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like you don't have anyone right now, if you're a dude, reach out to Muiwan, reach, reach out to me. We yep. would be more than happy to pray Definitely. with you, to meet with you, to pray Definitely. with you, to encourage you. Definitely. If your heart is dry, you know, we would love to pray for the passion and the fire of God, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, email info at Hilltop. They'll mm-hmm. get you connected. Fill out those uh, cards at the end of service. Um, really, like the whole testimony started off like really from a community group and what we're studying, right? And putting that into practice. So I want to say that like a super practical way of um, experiencing the Lord and having a desire to know Him is through community. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. Yeah, uh, that's really awesome. I I think I can resonate with that. You know, the the power of community. And I think I was just sharing with Darrell how how my week went, and you know, just being able. You know, I started the program recently, and you know, I was a little bit like for the first time, I was really like be a part of, you know, a co- not really a community, but a cohort that is not like the group of believers. And I'm like, wow, I never have the idea how broken our world mm. is with the kind of conversation yeah. I was getting. I'm like, wow. You know, so I just bless God for, you know, planting me into this community because, you know, I recently moved to, you know, to this community like yeah. a year ago. But I just thank God, like, you know, I was planted in this community and it's been so, you know, grace-filled experience for me. And yeah. I think one thing I got from your message today again, you know, as a, one of the practical steps is to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, be you know, be be really, really be open to open up one, open up to God yeah. and also to his people totally. because you know we are there to like, you know, guide you and to pray with you. Even if it's just for us to just listen to you as you're like, you know, just grown in your spirit about what you are going through. I think that is that's even that one even enough and you yeah. know is it is, a, is such a good uh to have brothers and you know together and even breaking of bread which yeah i know a lot of people have been trying to be very careful you yeah. know with uh covid but there are certain way we can do totally. that and we'll still be like staying connected yeah. and still you know that dwell in that community because it's so powerful yeah. and i just i love shout out to our uh, hilltop church you know our community is it's so filled with people that have passion for community and yeah like Almost everybody, everybody would definitely open their homes, you know, yeah. to you know have people, you know, to dwell with them. And we just bless you for that, and we encourage you, even in this season, don't let it stop here. Like, yeah. you know, let's continue in this because we believe that is where we can actually our place of growth. That is where we can continue to grow, yeah. you know. And because you know, just it is an adage that iron sharpens irons. You know, we can sharpen each other, and we can you know go to God in prayer together and just exactly. believe. 
what God have in stock for, for us. Uh, that's so powerful. Uh, I don't know if you still have any other thing you want to share, maybe like a, a last word, you know, for <laughs> our community. Yeah, I would definitely, uh, you know, want to hear that. But if you don't, you know, it's okay. We can also you know, just maybe have a word of prayer for our community and just, you know, pray for the glory, uh, for the grace of God to also be extended to as mm. many people that are, you know, in that situation, you know, that really like, you know, just have that desire yeah, you know, to, totally. to really enjoy, you know, God's presence. Yeah. 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 I think there's just one last thing I wanted to share. It's just like a practical thing. Um, I was just thinking like in my life, like it's been an awesome season, but it's also been like a, a fierce spiritual like battle season. And I feel like God's really equipped me with you know, the only offensive weapon in the Ephesians 6 passage where it talks about the armor of God is the sword of the spirit, right? So, which is the word of God. Yes. And that is what we can use to speak to every part of our being, like our will, our emotions, our feelings, and, and say like, no, these are not the things I desire more than God. We believe God's word where he says, in your presence is fullness of joy, yeah. right? Yes. Fullness of joy. Do like, do we believe that in your in right? Yeah, yeah. In your so right hands are pleasures forevermore, right? Good. And so I think that's just been one way in which I've been really practically, um, just fighting the battle when like when um, things that are good and they're not sin, but like things that are good come up and try to overtake my desire for the Lord, exactly. right? Like exactly. we fight with the what God has said and. I just want to say that like feelings are true like you never just when you're feeling angry you're feeling angry like there's nothing false about that but it's not the truth right mm. we know the truth is the word of god we know yes. jesus says he's i'm the way the truth and the life and so one psalm that i've been praying a ton lately is psalm 43 and it goes verse verse 5 why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation, my God. Mm -hmm. And I just love that in this psalm, the psalmist is speaking to his own soul, right? He's not just saying like, oh, my soul is overwhelmed, so I'm just going to lie here until God comes in and meets me. He's saying, soul, why are you in turmoil again? I, I speak to you. Hope in the Lord you will praise God again. He is your salvation and your God. And that has just been so beautiful um, for me. And just every day when, when thoughts try to overtake my desire for the Lord or um, a distraction comes up or I feel down in my soul for whatever reason, we can use the weapon of God's word to cut through all those lies and speak the truth of God even in spite of our emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I totally got it. I yeah. think, yeah, what I got from that was to use the word of God to wrestle, you know, yeah. whatever distraction, totally. whatever, you know, situation we are. And that's so powerful because to be kind of, he has given everything yeah. that we need for, you know, life and godliness. Exactly. He has given it unto yeah. us. And that is his word, you know, totally. we can depend on that to, you know, to do our, our life and have a grace-filled life in his presence. Um, that is so powerful. Yeah. That's so powerful. Thank yeah. you so much for, you know, sharing this testimony. I believe this will be a very, uh, a point of contact for many people to just, you know, be encouraged and, you know, believe for God's 
uh, again and just just trust God again, like in the midst of this, Lord, I can trust you yeah. again. Lord, I can open up my heart again. And this is God's story and I yeah. believe it's, it's going to end in God's way. Amen. Yeah, amen, amen. We amen. want to wrap us in, in prayer. Let's do it. And, yeah. yeah, let's pray for our community. We, yeah. I can start? You want to close? Yeah, you can start. Lord, I thank you that the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So, God, we thank you for meeting me, God, in this powerful way, God, even in the season of separation, God, and pandemic. God, I thank you that you're working even um, with distance, God. I thank you that um, your spirit knows no bounds, Lord. We thank you that you're God who sees all, who knows all, but delights in us, God. You desire to be known by us, Lord. So, Lord, God, I pray for grace for myself, for Muiwa, for our, our community, God. That there would be a grace to know you, God. That, that we would see your love in action. That's what grace is, God. That, you, that your love would be in action in our hearts, God. That we had a, a desire to seek you day in and day out, God. God, you say in Ephesians 4, God, that to not be tossed to and fro, God, we if we come to a place of maturity in you and of knowing your son, that's when we are not shaken by anything, God. So I just pray for everyone in every situation, God, that we would have this view of you that is exalted, that is true, that is pure, that is our hope. In Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your word uh, pass across even this uh, this time. Lord, we thank you for what you are doing in our community in this season. Lord, we thank you because we believe that whatever you are doing in our hearts, even in this season, Lord, you can replicate it in our community. Mm. And Lord, you can even, Lord, we just come to you and we pray like even as we take this word and prepare to take even those baby steps to mm. open our heart, Lord, we pray yeah. that you will amplify every of those steps, oh Lord, and you will just meet us and you pour out your grace on, in, into every little effort that we might plan to even take, even to start our day, even yeah. Lord, we pray that you will breathe your bread in it and you will amplify it, oh Lord. We pray that our life will experience your presence mm. like never before. Yes, Lord. We pray that even in the midst of this situation, oh Lord, that you, you will speak your, your, your word into our community and we will experience you mm. like never before. Amen. And Lord, we know because we are like the men of Issachar that understand the time and season. We know this season is a time that you are preparing us. So Lord, we pray even as we and out of this, O oh Lord, Lord, we pray as we move to the other side, O Lord, we pray we'll be moving with so strong in your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for your grace upon yes, our Lord. community that all that is needed for our community to really stay in your presence. We pray that your grace will supply in Amen. the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We honor you, Lord, for in Jesus' precious name we are prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. So good to, yeah. to bring the word of God. Good, good, good. So, Iltop, we pray for you. We love you. We really appreciate how you are holding on, even in community. We pray you should continue in that and just be, a, you know, your brother's keeper. And uh, God bless you as you do that. Amen. Amen. <laughs>